0: All right, everybody, welcome in. Welcome in to another episode of Rabbit Hole Sessions. This is Tyler talking, James is here with me. How are you, brother? I'm
1: doing all right, man. As good as anyone else can.
0: Yeah, exactly, I feel that. Unfortunately, we don't have Emilio with us today, but please send your prayers out to him. He's dealing with some family stuff right now. Hopefully mm-hmm. he can be back for the next one. But Emilio, we love you, buddy. We're always thinking about you and your fam, and I uh, hope everything goes all right. Definitely. With that being said, and with the state of how things are in the country right now, you might probably get a shorter episode from us today because that will probably control most of the conversation. And without Emilio here, there's definitely some things I wanted him to weigh in on that unfortunately he, uh, like I said, isn't here for, but we'll keep going anyway. And with that, I'm sure everybody knows by now about the, dude, I don't even know where I wanna start with this, but I guess we (laughs) should start with, rest in peace, George Floyd. I guess we Mm. should start with that. And unfortunately, I don't know everybody else's name that has happened in this short span of time, but he's not the only one that has sparked this uprising, really. I mean, at this point, it's an uprising uprising like, across the country in a lot of different states. And so rest in peace to him and the horrible murder that happened to him by the hands of several police officers, one in particular, obviously, with a knee on his neck. But all of them that were there, who have now been charged, all of them there. So that is good. But actually, you know what? Let's start right there because... I'm sure a lot of people have seen the video of that. I, I didn't I never watched it cuz I just I don't like watching those things. I just don't like seeing them and I don't really I don't like feel a lot of merit in seeing it. I feel like there's more negatives to it. But it's hard I mean it's hard to watch. Exactly. And I, I can give my reasoning in a second, but where do you stand on shit like that? Like have you seen the video? Do you normally watch these things? Are you cool with it being shared? I uh, I've seen it um and I'm I'm not black,
1: so I can't really speak Mm. fully on on their perspective like i know i'm sure i, I can be sure that it's traumatizing seeing that constantly. constantly being shared like just on your timeline that's all you see like every week yeah um but i think for some people they have to see that brutality like they just, to know it's true it's like some people yeah uh, you could tell them exactly what's happening but they're like eh, i haven't seen it in person and then when you have The actual footage showing them. Some people are still like, I I don't know what actually happened before or things like that.
2: Yeah,
0: it's kind of like the classic example is back during the MLK, you know, protests and riots and things like that, where once people saw on TV that people were black people were attacked by dogs, right, hoses, Mm -hmm. all that type of shit. Once they saw that, there was a shift in the public in terms of, oh my God, now we see it, now we see what's going on. And I think you made a good point of, like. For the most part, it's black people that I've seen that don't want to see it makes total mm-hmm. sense right makes total you don't want to see what his quote unquote supposed to be the authority and the protector killing an innocent person just for the fuck of it it seems it literally yeah. is just for the fuck of it right like just because they felt like it or not even that it was here's the thing it was like it's 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 as if they just know regard for that guy's life right like to me it seemed less like i'm purposely gonna murder this black guy right now but it was more like oh he's black so i don't really give a shit so i'm not gonna really pay attention to what i'm doing just gonna keep my knee on his neck he'll be fine fuck him fuck him fuck him right Mm -hmm. so um i don't remember why i was saying that point but i know i don't like seeing because of what you said it's pretty like Traumatic might not be the right word, cause it's not something for me where, and I have a different experience. Obviously I'm not dark skinned black and that in itself is a diff- two totally different experiences. I also am not like American black, right? Like I didn't grow up in America. I of course know about all these things. I've been through my own racist and prejudiced moments in America, but I never really grew up with all of that. And. It's funny, because I was speaking to my mom about it, um, who also didn't, you know, she's Nigerian, right? She's not American black, but grew up in Canada and definitely saw her fair share of racism and when being in the States and things like that. And I was speaking to her about it and I was saying, you know, I feel like, I feel a lot of weird pressure to kind of like say the right thing about this. Because normally I don't really like comment on shit like this, especially on like social media or whatever, or I'll, I'll speak to people, you know, we'll have genuine conversations, we do the podcast and things mm-hmm. like that. but. um, this has probably been the most active I've been on certain social media and regarding um, social movements and things like that. And I was saying to my mom, it's like I feel like there's this weird pressure that I have to say the right thing because you know I have melanin in my skin, right? I feel like I need to be saying the right mm-hmm. thing. But she told me, she's like, N- no, doing, the, doing and saying the right thing about this is not about whether you've actually experienced it or not. It's about it being a heinous, disgusting injustice that you should say something, right? So mm-hmm. it's like don't feel like you should say something Say what you feel about it. If you're outraged about it, if you're sick with it, blah, 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 blah. Just do that and speak from your heart about it, and that'll ring true. And that did. And I think it did. I um I don't know. Let's. I'm trying to think, dude, because it's just there's so much to unpack. Like it's so hard to approach this whole situation. But oh, I remember now what you said about people needing to see it, and and I do think there is some of that. I was talking to just various people throughout the week who don't know like who don't know these things are going on who don't know yeah. these things happen or at least to the extent that it's said right and now it's kind of like all right finally are you seeing this are you seeing this and I don't know man it's just it's so iffy with me and showing like, like murder on screen <sighs> you know like it's tough it, it on the news I remember my sister was watching it and she had spoken to me after she said yeah I was just watching the news then all of a sudden it's a guy dying on the news there was no warning there was like none of that and that is, I think that's really bad for some people's mentality, because it's just this haunting, first of all, it's this confirmation of probably black people's greatest fear in America, which is that the police are out here trying to kill you, right? It is a very clear case that can be pointed to confirmation to that thought, when before it's like, maybe you think, oh, maybe I'm just being a little paranoid, things like that. Maybe not, not, black people definitely not, because they know what's been going on. But like (laughs) people like me, right, where... I do and don't get affected by these things, right? So I'm just like, ah, maybe I'm just being paranoid and shit like that. But then you see shit like this and it's like, oh my God, no, this is real. It's actually happening. And man, I don't know. Let's, okay, let's move into another part of this. Cause like I said, there's so much to unpack about it. But- um, Yeah, if
1: can I say something real quick? Yes, please, please. It, it's just so apparent now
0: Yeah. to so many
1: more people. And it's, it's being Shown across countries, like there's people yeah. protesting in London, there's people protesting in Crazy. Paris, Berlin, I think Haiti, Greece. They were, yeah, they were protesting.
0: And isn't that just nasty that people that don't live in this country are supporting it more than some people that live in this country? Yeah, our I think own that's own disgusting. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, like the leader, right, isn't doing shit. But people who have nothing to do with this country, who recognize humanity and uh, what's it called coalition building, coalition the building that and coming. we preach as a country, so much. Exactly, we are failing fundamentally, failing qualities of that we say is part of this greatest country in America. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, okay, well, who says that? And like, who is saying that? People who are usually doing well in this country, right, and who choose to ignore certain things in this country choose or not right there are people that choose to ignore it, and there are people who literally just don't know and that's where what you said maybe this kind of thing going around it shocks people i've seen people being shocked about it white black asian mexican like everybody is shocked about this i see it from across the spectrum and i do like that you see more people talking about it and actually let's move in right there to I don't know i don't even know it's kind of like these all of a sudden black lives matter uh supporters right Mm -hmm. and this is what i I wish Amelia was here to talk about this because we were talking about it actually to do with nutv when they sent out i'm sure you got the email where they were saying the black lives matter thing and you know Amelia was pointing out he said i mean there's like one black person in that club right there's like and, and you know that could be of course indicative of the school population things like that but at the same time one it's not the first time something like this has happened like across the country so it's like The statement's good. It's good to know where people stand, but when it only becomes a reactionary sentiment, doesn't really mean anything. Or Mm. even if it does mean something, it looks like you're trying to save face or be like, "No, no, I'm on this side." Which, like I said, is good. But now, what comes after that, right? Like, why doesn't? Why weren't there more initiatives to get more black people in the club, right? Like, and I, I I don't know. I want to phrase it correctly because I don't want it to sound like meeting quotas or shit like that. But who knows? It's things like NUTV bringing in people. Maybe these stories are told through films in NUTV, right? Maybe this perspective is shown a little more. Maybe there's something that could have built up from there, that type of thing. So these all of a sudden – and you see it everywhere on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, everybody. The black screen shit.
1: Blackout Tuesday.
0: The black screen shit I really am not a fan of. I'm really not a fan of. There's a free, There's like a few reasons why, and I did a little Instagram video talking about it. But this is why we have the podcast, so I can fully explain And the thing is, I think the biggest and which I think maybe got misconstrued, I didn't uh, present this as clearly in the original videos, is I'm against just posting the black screen and like throwing on the hashtag without thinking about it and just being like, oh, that's good. And I'm gone. Right. And there's several reasons wrong with that. One of them is the literal like hashtag thing where they're getting blended in with Black Lives Matter and other... Um, movements that have to do sorry hashtags that have to do with the movement so it's like if someone's genuinely trying to find information or hear a voice like by searching up the hashtag all they're going to see is 5,000 black screens and they can't actually get information and they can't actually get anything right and Mm -hmm. there's the aspect of okay I see 5,000 black screens what's that about maybe I should explore but a lot of people don't explore like if it's not there off that first search a lot of people aren't going to put in the extra effort Right, even if they care, it's just it's one of those things where it's like, oh fuck, I gotta click some more. We all do it. I do it. I'm sure you yeah. do it. A lot of people do yeah. it, right? But, but
1: that whole though, hashtag could have been just completely different. It could have been like, uh, Tuesday, this Tuesday, support a local black owned business or make a donation exactly in a certain way. Any, Any it could have been anything. Stream, it could have been like just hundreds of people just donating or supporting, mm-hmm. like but instead we're just posting black screens.
0: And the other part of that is the black screen and then the people who are saying like, oh, I'm getting off Instagram for a week so that my feed (laughs) can be blah, 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 blah. So you can run from
1: the problem, you don't
0: see it. I love that you just said that. I love that you just fucking said that because I didn't know how to phrase it until right there. It's like, yeah, you're running from the problem. You're saying I'm a good person, now let me get out of here and let me not actually do any work, right? Even if your intentions are genuine, what does you disappearing do? right like all it does is make whatever voice you're claiming to like support and highlight you just left them alone you're making them more solitary more isolated and yeah that that does mean that they're highlighted because there are less people talking but it also means they have less support it also means they have less people backing them i was speaking to a friend of mine the other day and i just came up with this analogy off the top of my head uh when we were talking and it was like comparison between like a white and black church and i hate that the analogy has to be race-based because the reality is but that's the reality. So here's the goes the example. You Think of it like a typical white church, right? You got the pastor, you got the preacher up there just talking. Everybody's quiet. Everybody's listening. People are probably getting what they came for, right? They came for the word. They came to hear God. They came to maybe get the Holy Spirit, right? Then uh, think about a typical black church where, whew, out of breath, where same thing. Pastors up there, preachers up there, going off, probably sweating, right? Really into it. And the people in the audience, they're listening, but they're... They're like coalition building with the pastor in the sense of, you know, a pastor will say something like, you know, God is mighty, like God's looking out for you. And they'll be like, yes, pastor, like preach, right? Or something like that. And them doing that doesn't take away from what the pastor's saying. In fact, it amplifies it because now everybody's actively engaged in the conversation and supporting that voice, right? Just because there's one voice talking or we're trying to highlight doesn't mean everybody should shut up. If it's what you believe in, it means you should highlight and uh, promote it. So we Mm -hmm. bring this back to the black screen thing. Why would you disappear on a voice that's screaming for help? Why wouldn't you actually just support it? So instead of a week and you disappear, why don't you repost things that have to do with the movement for a week? Matter of fact, why don't you repost things for more than a week, right? Why don't you do like show where resources can be? Why don't you watch these YouTube videos that have a bunch of uh, ads on it so that the ad revenue stacks up and it goes to uh, uh, organizations like Black Lives Matter, like the ACLU, all these type of things. And it just is this super... Counterintuitive and counterproductive method of quote unquote helping the movement when really it kind of just isolates it, isolates you from it, and now is isolating the movement to be its own like niche thing. When no, it should be this countrywide thing. Everybody should be in on this and invested in it in some way. And there's there are gonna be different times in a movement and a cause where a voice is speaking, right? Where there might be a central voice or it might be channeled through one person. But when we're all in it and actively engaged in it together, there will come a time where each one of us has a moment where our voice needs to speak, right? Yeah. I, I mentioned the friend that I was making the church analogy with and she's a white girl, right? So she's like, she was feeling really insecure about sharing some of the shit that she does, Um, yeah. like the genuine shit, like donating, uh, signing petitions, attending rallies. She was feeling really insecure about sharing that on social media and shit because she didn't want to look like Oh, I'm look like I'm just doing it for clout and shit like that. Blah blah blah. When I told her, I was like, "Well, listen. For one, there's always gonna be people that are gonna think that about you, right? And I might I mean, hell, I might be one sometimes, right? True. But right, <laughs> like. But the thing is, if you, in yourself and in your core, at like the most fundamental basis, know that it's not phony. Like you're actually doing these things in real life, then they don't matter at the end of the day. If you're sharing things that have to help the movement and you're not framing it around you, like you're not saying, I just signed this petition. I just donated this much. If you're saying, hey, this petition is available. Hey, you can donate to this organization and things like that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That is amazing. You should do these things in Mm -hmm. real life. And then if you want to share them, go ahead. That's what I also told her. I don't think you should feel a pressure to share these things, especially if you're doing them in real life. But if you want to because you're trying to help and try to give resources, 100%. And anybody who hates on you for that, fuck them, right? Because they don't care. Why yeah, would you? What are ca- they doing? Like, exactly. Doing if someone is genuinely doing substantial things, why does it matter what color they are? Why the fuck does it matter? If the whole point of this is supposed to be to stop making distinctions based on race, why do we then do all these things that are now distinguishing by race? You know what I mean? In the solution. Mm. It's like the term white ally. I really, really fucking hate that term. Every time I hear it, I want to just, like, throw up. It's disgusting because... I'm actually...
1: I haven't heard that, that term. White
0: ally? Oh, you've never heard that? No. Those are supposed to be the white people that are, like, woke, right? That are on the side of the thing. Uh, Where it's like, first of all, why are we even making a separate term? Yeah, what, you mean like, an ally? Just an right. Ally? <laughs> that's, and that goes back to the dis- distinguishing by race thing. Why are we, like, doing these iso- isolative tactics in our wording? Because words matter. We can't act like words don't fucking matter, right? So when we add these things... To phrases, it is automatically isolating instead of just saying ally like you just said or just saying we're all in this shit together. Yes, I know, speak, let's say I'm white. I know that I don't get affected like you, James, hypothetically if you were black, but I am here because I recognize there's bad shit going on and I want to do everything that I can either with my privilege or without of it just because I'm a decent fucking person that I want to see better for other people. Then that should be it. It shouldn't matter what skin color they are. And that is where the listening as well as speaking comes into play. And, again, I go back to the conversation I was having with my friend. She was asking, um, you know, isn't the whole point of this to kind of, like, stop talking so we can listen to other people, right, and then uh, hear their ideas and hear what they're saying, hear their voices and things like that. And I was like, yeah, but nobody wants to be ranted at. Nobody wants to be spoken at, right? Right. We all want to have a conversation. We all want to be spoken to and speak to each other, which means a combination of listening and speaking, asking Mm -hmm. questions, giving answers, right? It's a give and take and it's a balance. It's not these extreme positions that you have to take because in the end, yeah, those are loud and yeah, those may like get people's attention and be the headlines, but extreme positions are often the least like substantial because they're the most unrealistic, right? You have to kind of, operate in this, I don't wanna call it gray area, but it's more like the Goldilocks area, like the just right, you know, where sometimes you're too hot, sometimes you're too cold, but a lot of times you have to come in that room temperature, nice, lukewarm, this is the only time like lukewarm and room temperature are good things, but those, like, I I feel like those are the approaches that should be taken from it. And obviously it's really hard because it's a hyper emotional and hyper polarizing issue. That's, I mean, that's the whole fucking reason there are protests in the first place, right? And riots in the first place. But emotion's important. Acting off emotion is important sometimes in terms of statements. Long-term sustainability of a movement, of a cause, of ideas takes more than emotion, right? I think it takes a blend of emotion and for lack of better term, logic. I don't wanna seem like they're contrasting things, but they are different, right? And they are important at different times. So I don't know. I just think pairing those two together and trying to like implement that in the thinking, Will overall, that include, help
1: like uh, like organizing the movement after this, or during this, like as it's going right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does because it's like
1: finding you, more structure. I, or... Yeah,
0: because I feel for everybody who is protesting in the streets, and I I mean, I think it's right to protest. That I, I mean, it is literally a right. You know what I'm saying? It's in the constitution, yeah, it's the first right. And I think it's right to be angry. I just always believe in channeling anger the correct way, right and. It's funny because I was actually just speaking to somebody recently, my homie Kazi, shout out to him. We've been recording some good stuff together. But I was asking him just about, or I wasn't even asking him, we were just talking about like rioting and looting and things like that. And I was saying that, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I was kind of like, I wasn't really getting the rioting and looting part. Like, I mean, I get it in terms of how it happens and how it gets to that point. But I was thinking, I was like, if people are genuinely out there caring, why would they do that when they know that that probably will make people go against them right and he was telling me he's like well i think at the end of the day they're tra- the statement is supposed to be why are you all complaining about material shit getting ruined when you weren't complaining about lives getting taken away right you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. and i saw a friend of mine post the other day he was like yeah i know it's supposed to be a protest not a riot but it was also supposed to be an arrest not a murder of george floyd mm-hmm. right and i was thinking oh fuck yeah okay both of those things make a lot of sense they make a lot of sense so while i may not Intellect I don't that's not I don't want to use that word But while I mean I don't like fully support riot and looting when it comes to protests I just at the end of the day don't really think that helps that much. I do think it has its spots I just don't think it helps that much, but I understand it I understand it now and I think there is merit to that argument
1: That's exactly it It's just understanding that that is a side effect of all the frustration all the anger Mm. these people are feeling and people getting upset about the looting should be upset more about the fact that people have to resort to that to show exactly
0: how mm, that it's a symptom of the problem it's not the actual problem exactly it came about because of all this festered anger and like just all this pent-up aggression from being fucking oppressed dude like <laughs> that is living, sucks.
1: living in this country
0: it's like you don't even have the right words to explain how fucking bad that is right and again i'm speaking i think i'm speaking from a semi-privileged position i'm mixed right i I have a range of skin shades depending on the time of year, but I I do, you know, I have, like, curly hair. I have, a, I think, a pretty black nose, like, mouth, like, in terms of these black features, right, that leave more black. But because my skin is lighter, I, of course, get treated better sometimes, dude. That's just what fucking happens. Colorism is a thing. Racism is a thing. We can never deny those things. But at the same time, there's, like, I think there's a level of empathy or sympathy that you should be able to have with somebody without... Going through it exactly, and then again yeah. that goes back to the conversation I have with my mom. She's like, "No, you shouldn't say something because you went through. You should say something because it's wrong." You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly.
0: Whew, hold on, I need to take a sip of my yeah. yerba. Recharge, <laughs> recharge. Mm. I was 20 minutes straight. Oh really? Oh shit. Yeah. We'd be going. How? What is it like in Dallas? Have there been protests? Have people been there in the have. streets?
1: Uh, there There, I actually went to one. I went. To oh, okay. Protest. Nice.
0: How was it? Yeah.
1: Um. It was smaller than the ones in the past couple days. Mm-hmm. It was the the third day that they had one in Dallas. Yeah. And I um, I finally, like, I, I saw Trump's speech, and I was like, I, have, I can't just sit here and not go out and do that. What
0: did he say? Um, what was the speech?
1: He didn't mention really anything about George Floyd. He really just said, like, the protesting and the rioting needs to stop, or else I'll use military to stop
0: it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. What a fucking moron, dude. It,
1: it, instead of calming everybody down and saying like yeah i i hear y'all i hear exactly what y'all are angry about yeah and we're gonna do something about it he's like just stop
0: and it's like that's all it take and it's also like you could say both like even if you want to be a dick and still throw in the stop riding and looting part there's a way to play both sides at least mention what
1: we're fighting for right
0: just say it was bad. Just say the guy shouldn't have died. Like, I'll take that. No, it's not enough, but I will take that. I'll take mm-hmm. that as a start from Donald Trump, right? I don't really expect shit from him, but I would, t- yeah. I would take that. You know what I'm saying? And I was talking to my sister because she lives in D.C. and she was, there's a fucking curfew, dude. Like, at one, yeah, there's curfews point- here
1: too. Oh, there is? What time? Yeah, it's at 7.30. And 7.30 so the- p.m.? 7.30 p.m. for downtown Dallas. And that's where the protests, we were right outside of that curfew zone. And the right. plan for us was to march around the curfew zone. Mm-hmm. But as we started marching, the cops started steering us towards uh, one of the bridges. Dallas. Oh, shit. Dallas to like, the, the neighborhood that I live. Yeah. And um, there were like military trucks. Yeah. We, military it's trucks. It's so yelling, scary, like, dude. Don't come this way. Go up the bridge. And we did. So once we got on top of the bridge, on the opposite side, there were cops blocking us off.
2: Oh, my God. And when so we got trapped. close to
1: them, they shot tear gas out.
2: They Whoa. Shot rubber
1: bullets. My friend got shot in his leg.
0: Oh, my God, dude.
1: And so we started walking back. Think the other about way. that. You just a citizen
0: just guy. got shot for doing nothing for <laughs> walking protesting,
1: for protesting.
0: And it's also like I hope that rings true with a lot of people, because guess what? That's what the police brutality is. Black people get shot for walking. Right. Yeah. Philando Castile got shot in his car, sitting down, complying with what they were talking about. while his wife and kid were in the car with him. Eric Garner got choked out when he was selling cigarettes on the street. What's his name? Trayvon Martin got body slammed and his legs broken for having not even a toy gun. I think it was a toy something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of these things, I hope that the protesters realize. I mean, I think protesters realize that's why they're out in the streets. But I hope people hear these things about protesters and they realize, damn, they're getting shot at for walking? Like, that's fucked up. And then I hope that opens their mind like, oh, that is fucked up. So is the rest of the shit of people actually getting killed for it. Tell me more tell me more though it's about dumb it' dumb
1: that it takes that much for people
0: to get, get it's it's honestly heinous and disgusting man it's disgusting but that's what we're, doing. we're I'll doing take what we're whatever doing though at this point if you get if you yeah. somehow wake up to it I will take it i don't thank I'm not you. happy it has to get there but I'll take it <laughs> yeah. not even thank you it's more like fuck you but at least you're here finally bitch. yeah it's a finally thing anything else from when you were at there
1: yeah um so right after we reached The end of the bridge, and they started shooting tear gas. We walked the other way, Um, but once we reached the other side, there were people running back towards us, because both sides of the both sides of the bridge were blocked off by cops. Yeah, Um, and then one side had riot shields, and one had like a firing. It looked like a firing squad. They started marching towards us. Oh my
2: god, dude! And we were
1: trapped. We were just trapped on this bridge, Um, and they slowly started to to arrest everybody. They detained Mm. everybody who was there. Yeah, I think there were three hundred protesters that were peacefully marching. And they led us onto the bridge and they mm-hmm. all charged, they charged us with obstruction of traffic.
0: Were there any cars?
1: There were Oh, coming in and then, but they, they're the ones that led us onto that bridge.
0: Right. Exactly. And th- which of course is never going to be said except on yeah. rabbit hole sessions, but otherwise <laughs> no one's going <laughs> to yeah. fucking say that shit. Yeah.
1: I mean, you like, and there's videos of it, uh, s- swirling around like Twitter. Yeah. Um, that's where I see like most of my news. Um, because
0: that's the only one you can trust, dude. You have to go to people who are directly on the streets. The news isn't yeah, going to exactly cover that. it, right? The cops the aren't going to cover it, right? All
1: that. Yeah. They not at all. Show that. They, yeah. show all the stuff. It's, they don't
0: exa- want to show, don't show any of that, but they'll show a guy getting killed on TV. What mean. the fuck is that? That is the state of our media, ladies and gentlemen. That's why fucking traditional media is out the window. That's why things like podcasts, social media, like that's why it's on the rise. Because it's actually shit I can agree with. And now that I know for a fact that every news station, by the way, we're not talking about specific ones, all of them fake shit, and all of them have agendas that they're trying to push so they do things for a certain reason, no matter who the fuck it fucks over, right? Mm. But that's why they're dying out. And you know what? Yeah. They can die. I don't care. If they're going to try and play us like that, they can die. I don't yeah. care about CNN. I don't care about I think MSNBC. I they know it,
1: too. I think they're just desperate for views. They are. They're desperate to get It's all, all clicks. These, the
0: support that they can, and the,
1: the support they get are from people that are already watching them and are just yeah. following their agenda
0: yeah people who are already influenced to their way of thinking indoctrinated mm-hmm. into it i would recommend everybody on that note going to a website called allsides.com i think i think it's.com but it's literally a web page that it has three columns right there on the front page and it's conservative leaning neutral and liberal leaning uh websites all on the same topic right so they're like literally right there you could click on each one and read how each of them um spin things and that's important because that's how you get a full perspective on the matter right you need to know what everybody's saying and the thing is i don't really have too much of a problem of saying you lean a certain way i don't think that's inherently a bad thing but it's like pretending that you don't or pointing the finger at other people for doing it when you're fucking doing it too right mm-hmm. and that's why it I, I almost hate like speaking on it like this because i will always then berate. Places like CNN, MSNBC, Washington Post, like the more left-leaning ones, because one, that's where I live in my mind. I'm more left-leaning, right? I'm not married to the left side, but I'm I'm more left-leaning. And so I'm going to criticize them more and critique them more because I think they're being the most phony. They're the ones that are going to say they're not doing it and say Fox News is fucked up. Sean Hannity's fucked up, which, yeah, they are. They're very fucked up. But they also don't say they're not. They just say their point, right? You know what I mean? And then we'll shit on you guys, blah, 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 blah. But they don't really say that they're fake news right fox news is listed as an entertainment channel it's not listed as a news channel right they don't run from that i don't think they just don't talk about it at all but then you have you know cnn and new york times have to do this grandstanding like we're the nice good news where you should get us when it's like i've seen factual evidence of you faking news too so i can't trust any of you it seems ay 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 that is a that was a weird media tangent. Media, yeah. t- I mean, it's, um, it, go go because
1: it's tied in. It's completely tied in.
0: It is because, like we said, that's how people are learning about this. And if there's going to be a program who's going to spin, oh, these rioters are assholes. These rioters are bad people. There's a lot of people that are going to see that and automatically think, yeah, rioting is bad. There's a lot of people already turned off by the idea of rioting and looting. Right? Even I alluded it to earlier. Like when I initially hear that, I'm like why though right but i'm also the type to go find out why though there's a lot of people who will just say why though and be like ah fuck them they must not have a good reason so fuck dude the media is important everybody please keep up your frontline shit your frontline reporting of protest of things that are going on because it's the only way there's truth will get out and that could make it easy to get some hysteria popping but at the same time we kind of fucking need that right now we need people to get hysterical to be like yeah this is a you know you know what you have to get hysterical because it's a hysterical situation. A man was murdered in the street for doing nothing by getting choked out with a knee on his neck. Like, you know what I'm saying? That is, I'm describing it. It sounds like a fucking Saw movie. But no, this is reality for people, right? Some people on a weekly basis. So, fuck, man. Fuck, man. I, don't, I, I need a break. I have to piss. Hold on. One
2: second. Good look it right through you and the energy gone i know that this day gave you plenty put on come back to the room for another tomorrow promise that you aren't alone with your sorrow Mm. well i know she gotta go hard make it hard when i gotta tell her don't stop baby she don't know how many times i've been through it no she don't and with her i really don't want to do it nah she too good for it in the purest way can i ask you to stay i'm still picking up the pieces from the last frame and before the picture perfect i'll be casting the fame lame games i ain't trying to play them but girl saying that she ain't played them had to hit a switch on that miss i ain't been cool with the chick for a bit but i'm with the nymphs now multiple ways from the sea to the floor making multiple ways after the rain
0: all right is there any other part of this that we haven't touched on yet that you've noticed or you've Um, seen oh shit no i do have one i do have one how could i forget uh, this i am very upset at people online saying to stop telling them they aren't helping you know and normally and they frame it in a way where it's like there's no right or wrong way to show solidarity or please stop belittling how other people support and things like that. But it's like, I agree with that sentiment in general, but there are actually right and wrong ways to show solidarity. A wrong way would be just posting that dumbass square and leave (laughs) it. That's the wrong way to show solidarity. I'm sorry. The right way is everything else we've been talking about, I think. And I will say it's also like, I mean, inherently, it's going to be. But it's white people that I'm seeing this from, right? Because no one's going to mm-hmm. say to the black people like to tell them that they're, uh, they aren't they are helping, especially when uh, something right now. But my thing is, if you're genuinely um, concerned about the movement and shit that's going on, you should listen to when someone's telling you that there might be some flaws in what you're doing, especially yeah. when it's fundamental things like algorithms and Instagram hashtags that are drowning out voices of that yeah. you claim to care about. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't understand that. Like is that entitlement right there to to be like I'm always right by any way that I'm showing help? I think it is. I mean, if you're not
1: willing to listen to other people. Mm. Because you're you feel entitled to your
0: right your stance
2: without like I couldn't be, be wrong
1: understanding a situation. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: and it's just yeah. With things like this, especially when you're on the outside of it, it's even more important to not get entrenched in your own ideology or your own mindset about it. Because that could serve to be ill for the movement. I think I spoke to, or I replied to a comment or something um, on Instagram where I was saying, just because your uh, reasons and convictions are genuine and true, which undoubtedly there are people out there, right? And please keep up the good work, everybody, for um, supporting this cause. But that doesn't automatically mean that every action you take or everything you say serves to help those convictions or serves to help those reasons right and again the black screen we keep coming back to this because this is the shit that's popping and i get very upset every time i see it and people are still posting it even though i know instagram is flooded with people saying don't do it myself i'm trying to say that very loudly and i only saw that after seeing other people say it loudly right and so every time now when i see this black square or this black story i'm like come on bro like we can't we can't do that. We we just can't. People, we need to listen to why it's not working. People are still posting that. I don't know about today, but I definitely okay. saw it like a few <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Well, because it It'd was. Be I don't. It, was it only the it one so day? Ridiculous. It was only for I think the it was one day. Just Tuesday.
1: I hope. I mean, like, I hope everyone's done. I
0: feel like it. I saw it even like day before Tuesday and shit like that. Like people had it ready, you know, like ready to go. And I'm just like, Ugh. so like, what are you really doing it for? This is for like the likes, the clicks, the clout, all of that bullshit, that doesn't help anybody except you feel good. Right, like all that does is make you feel good that I'm part of the movement, I'm helping. When again, maybe you want to, and maybe you genuinely think there's bad shit going on. Thank you for thinking that. Now do something actionable that affects it in a positive way, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than just your ego, or rather than just people saying, "Well, that's a good person right there." Signposting, if you would. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I, I, I think we'll just go probably go in circles uh, more if we keep going on yeah. this because I don't really. I, wonder, all f- I do want to say, yeah,
1: I, like I understand that some people don't have the opportunity to go out there and actually voice your opinion. Oh, like this is a, okay. Good point because of, because of the pandemic. Good point. Like that's still huge, for yes. sure. Yes,
0: yes, that is a um, very good point. I don't think people should be insecure about that at all. And before you continue, I just want to say in general, there are multiple avenues to affecting change. And I am glad I have seen a rise of this sentiment on social media in the past like day and a half because I wasn't seeing it before. Which is like, you don't have to be the one on the street necessarily i think we all serve different roles in a movement that are more and less important at different times right obviously it is important to protest and it's important to see that there is a strong core of people willing to protest and if that is your role and your dedication to this movement bless you right you know what i'm saying like you are you're incredible and please keep up the work you know james you've been to one i've been to one like all the people that are still out there going to them but that doesn't mean that Like, there are avenues for platforms, like giving people who have the right thing to say a voice to talk, donating, petitioning. Like, Mm -hmm. black screen is not part of that, posting a black screen, right? Unless that you're doing other things behind it. And I just, I want that to be clear, is that there are multiple avenues to change in society, and it takes all of us working together, and some are shorter term and longer term than others. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, me, I truly see myself in terms of, Affecting the country and the world in a positive way, being a much longer-term thing. I don't see myself doing it this year. You know what I mean? And that. I mean, this is a fight that's been happening for generations. Exactly, but it's also the point where change in a day. Right, and so you know what? And I'm going to say this semi-selfishly. I'm not going to risk getting killed in a protest. I'm not going to do it because I think that my role for a much greater impact goes beyond today and tomorrow. I'm going to do what I can. If I can go to a protest, I'm going to go. But like you said, with the pandemic shit, that's not good. With bullets and tear gas just haphazardly being thrown out there and all that shit, that's not good, right? So listen, I don't know if that's selfish or not on my part. I think there's part of it that's selfish, yes. But I also think there's part of it that isn't. And I think in time, hopefully, because I put in the work every day to achieve this goal, that it will get achieved, you know? And I don't know what that end goal is. What I I mean, I think maybe it's entering, how do I wanna say this? Implementing sentiments into the zeitgeist, right? Into the cultural hand of society through different mm-hmm. ways. For me, it might be podcasting and media, right? For me, it might be music and shit like that. For some people, it might be art. For some people, it might be coming up with a cure for coronavirus so we can all get out there and protest, right? And shit like that. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? So, it would be incredible if someone can't. I, <laughs> <then>. <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw, like, to interrupt the serious shit first, like, I saw a funny tweet that was like, damn, like, racism is so strong, it killed corona, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> people are out there protesting and shit and, like, don't care anymore. And I was like, that's funny, but it's true. Listen, when you have... Some unifying cause that digs deep into the core of people, sometimes that digs deeper than a virus, which is already pretty deep. <laughs> you know, exactly. it's already digs what pretty deep. What say if you.
1: there are people willing to go out there?
0: Boom. Right there. How dire is the situation if even during a global pandemic that we've been told is super deadly, people are still being like, no, no, no. We out there. We in the streets. We mobbing out.
1: And it's not people fighting to not stay in their homes anymore because of the pandemic. Mm. It's people fighting to live, just to live.
0: Mm. And for others to live. For others. Which is like even more, right? Like think about that. They're dedicating themselves to others and risking everything. And it's not even for them. But it's because they recognize that that is just the right thing to do. And it also makes me think about, um, I think this quote was from uh, like the World War II shit that was going on in Germany when they started rounding up Jewish people, right? And I don't remember the exact wording, but it was basically saying like, I mean, you were silent when they came for us. You were silent when they came for like another group. You were silent for when they came for another group. So when they come for you, there's going to be nobody left, right? Because you didn't bother to lift a finger. It's like people don't understand that, yeah, black people and, you know, brown and other shades of melanin do get uh, oppressed. Maybe like, like systemically more, but at the same time, that doesn't mean you're safe just because you don't have melanin in your skin. White people still get shot by the cops every year, like a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? There's millions of poor, oppressed white people in America, not because they're white, just because they're poor. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But mm. just because there's no racism, quote unquote, attached to it, people think that it's not a big deal or whatever, whatever. But you have to realize that if you're not standing up for the people who are being oppressed now, when they're gone or when they're people, are, there were the, there were people are done oppressing them, guess who's next? It's the group who hasn't been oppressed yet. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it's the group that was being oppressed, able to revolt and take power. And now because you did nothing, now they oppress you. I don't think that's right. I think that's very wrong. But guess what? That's a likely reality because people are vengeful. People are, uh, and I don't even want to say spiteful and shit because that makes it sound super negative. I mean, it is negative. But people don't forget those type of things. People don't forget that you weren't there for me. You know, I'm not going to forget that. I will remember if you said even a, the smallest thing in support, I will remember that. People will remember that. But if you say nothing, I don't remember who said it. It was either, I don't even wanna guess. But the quote <laughs> is, there's, yeah, there's a point where silence becomes betrayal, right? There's a point where you need to actively say what side you're on. And I know I hated that on that a little bit earlier when we were talking about the emails and the all of a sudden supporters. But the point of that is that's not enough. You need to say what side you're on and then you need to act. I think my sister was saying, I saw her put a tweet or something It was like, yeah, yeah, this is all great. I love the quotes, love the, you know, love the support, but who are you offline? Now what are you doing with it? Where are you going with it now, taking that energy, right? Because the fact of the matter is, if there's nothing else following it, then all of that doesn't mean shit. All your good intentions don't mean shit. All your good feelings don't mean shit. And so for it to mean shit, you need to do actionable things. You have to put action behind the words and they'll have impact. Because you're saying the right words, you got the right feelings, now do the right actions. Action plus feeling equals impact, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Aye, aye, aye. What do you think, man? I think we covered a lot of it.
1: Yeah, that's a lot.
0: You got anything um, else to say on the way out?
1: Just, it's so easy to retweet or to just spread information. That mm. you know is
0: it's free necessary. also, everybody, it's, it's free. free. It so costs free. you nothing. It's you know. Easy. Oh, I will. we have
1: the tools yeah all you have to do is use them
0: right and i will plug that uh since i don't want to just hate i want to actually give resources there is zoe amira is this person on youtube i i didn't know her, her name at all before any of this but she put together about an hour long youtube video that is a lot of black artists musicians and all that type of stuff that has hella ads on it so it's like if you watch the ads and don't skip them all that ad revenue is going to build up go to black lives matter go to the aclu go to like know your rights campaign all of these things that are yeah, directly impacting uh, the cause like bail funds and shit like that i had that shit on repeat all day yesterday and i didn't skip a single ad i was like no no, no we're gonna rack this up we are going mm-hmm. to get these ad dollars up and that was free guys and guess what i could still do everything i wanted it was just on mute and every time an hour <laughs> passed i would just press replay that's it didn't take so- much internet doesn't doesn't hurt your bandwidth you're fine you know you can still play warzone can still play you know, <laughs> you'll still be all right you know what i'm saying <laughs> um and then other than that i know in boston here there was a city council hearing about funding for police that i definitely emailed in to be like yo i don't support this at all it was like 2 million worth dollars and so shit much. it's disgusting I, I saw
1: the lapd had 3
0: billion what the fuck what are you spending 3, $3 billion dollars on it it has to be weapons right like the, <laughs> yeah. you're definitely not spending it on tactics and training because well, guess what Their training is still shit and people are still getting killed in the streets. So I know you're not spending it on that, but I bet you're spending it on that fancy new riot shield or that tear gas that just fucking burnt the eyes and lungs of someone I care about or that rubber bullet that possibly punctured someone's lung, right? Like hit them in the chest to give them a lung contusion. But I bet you'll spend money on that. I bet you'll outfit the police to become an occupational fucking force and militia instead of someone who's supposed to protect and serve the people that they are around. My friend told me uh, like uh, last week, I think, he was saying, dude, you know what I just realized? There needs to be police from a community, like policing that community because otherwise there's no difference between that and an occupying militia coming into your country and like shutting down all your shit and like controlling you. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. Cause it's just these strangers with guns and all the authority and all the power to do what they want that I don't know, they don't know me, we don't know shit about each other. And they could just shoot me and get off. So what's the difference between that and an occupying militia? Especially as they get more and more outfitted with the, dude, like the gear they wear now is disgusting. It's Mm absolutely, and it's scary. It's really scary. My sister saw a tank in D.C. on the streets like five minutes from our house. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the fuck is that? Where do we live?
1: That's where we live.
0: We live in America. That's where we live. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, where all this bad shit's happening. Like, and I just want everybody to say, like, I, and I just had to catch myself. And I was like, where do we live? It's like, no, you live in America, dude, where this shit happens. And if you don't like it, we need to change it. And I need to do what I want. Or sorry, I need to do what I can to change it. And everybody else does too. Because otherwise, you're just as much as part of the problem as whoever's perpetuating or causing these things. Right? That's where I was saying the silence becomes betrayal thing. Because if you say nothing, they keep going. We keep dying and i don't even say we like being black people specifically we all of us are going to keep dying so many more people are going to keep dying unless these systems and regimes really that's what they are are changed it's very dictator-esque it's very very scary like military state type of shit Actually, even again, because I was talking to my sister about this a lot, and she was talking about the riots in D.C. and how everything going on. And she was saying, like, helicopters are flying so low that they're cutting branches off trees because what? they're that low to the ground that they're trying to, like, stop people from gathering and shit. So, it's like, this is literally an army. It's it's literally the military, like, shutting down citizens. And that is very, very scary. That is terrifying to me. So, fuck, dude. We, everybody needs to keep doing everything that they can to change things, right? And as we said, that doesn't always mean make every protest, doesn't mean repost everything you see. It means do what you can that are substantial actions. And if you need to know what that is, ask somebody. Research it, right? Or fucking ask. me. I will gladly, t- and I don't know all the answers, of course not, but I will gladly share everything I just said with you because that is a answer. It is an answer towards the uh, towards the right direction, right? And it takes finding more information and opening yourself up to modify your points of view and figure out what you can do. And I guess that's what I would leave it off with. Don't disappear. Support and highlight and ask questions. And then hmm. uh, turn those answers to those questions into actions. And I think the world could be a better place very soon if we all decide to start doing that. Because if we all do it, guess what? They either have to kill us all or change. And you hmm. know what? If By the time we all get together and they still don't change, bro, you better come kill me because otherwise I'm going to come kill you. And Mm -hmm. I mean, that was, I don't even know if I want to leave it at that, but that is like (laughs) where, I mean, that's like where it could go. If we get together and everyone is on a side and they still say, no, fuck you. What do you think is going to happen? Like, what do you think is going to happen? There's nobody to turn to, to like say, oh, those rioters are fucked up. No, no. They're the rioters now. Everybody's a rioter now. (sighs) So that's my message to the powers that be. You better fucking change before we all get on the same page. And then that's my uh message to everybody else. You better fucking change. So, James, you have anything on the way out? I know I said I that like said twice already, but no, no,
1: no. I think you said
0: it all. <laughs> oh shit. All right everybody. Like we said, this is gonna be a shorter episode. This was something though that me and James both agreed, even though we couldn't have Emilio here, it needed to be spoken about and needed to discuss. And James, I was very I'm very happy to hear your point of view and um everything you had to say about this, I think everything you said is very poignant and very on the nose. And once again, Emilio, we love you, brother. Everybody, please send your prayers out for Emilio. Hopefully he'll be back next week. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it for this one, right? Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. It's Rabbit Hole Sessions. See you next time.
1: Adios.